Don't act like you're the same person. You've learned how to touch, to feel. You've connected with people. With us. on like that work occasion thing yeah. and uh mm-hmm. you know i left you guys alone to do a podcast for a week brandon First the bird all, really good episode thank good you episode boys Th- i liked you, it yeah, i really liked it i thought you guys did good good out i thought it was a good change of pace you guys were like hella motivated the whole last episode <laughs> oh, wow. that was a that was a dra- that was a drastic change to what we, i'm used to we but, love, um, <laughs> we love the death jam series well, we're we're trying to reflect the tell. death. I, I can tell you guys did. Like, there was a lot of passion behind your words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking around, but no, boys, that kid, that was good. That was good. Do you have any other ones like that planned? Because you should. Well, there is a sequel to the game. <laughs> well, yeah. So we have. Well, you guys have to do that. I hope I get the invite. But <laughs> no, you can't be there. The CEO cannot be there. To talk about Def Jam Vendetta. No. You know, and no. Fight just, for like New in, York. just like in real life, everybody works way better when the boss isn't around. <laughs> you can't you be the, the Rick Rubin. <laughs> number two will be fun, but I'm kind of scared about number three. So That's when we'll bring you in. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. You're totally invited nobody, to. <laughs> I only get invited to the work parties. Nobody ever wants to hang out after work, but... You went to Florida so, and came back alive. That's the first thing. That was, first of all, Florida drivers. Beautiful state. I love Florida. Um, but Florida drivers are. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Everything you're going to say, the, yes. They're they're around everywhere. Well, <laughs> all, they're everywhere. Well, they got the some time crazy all. driving laws. Like they could drive without car doors, motorcycles without helmets. They're wild down there. Ladies and gentlemen, I like that. You have the freedom to fuck around and find out. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. Like, I love the the ability to find out as much as you're willing to. (laughs) 
It's Twisted Metal. Just say it's Twisted Metal. Anthony Mackie like shot the show metal. in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I got passed by Mad Max at least four times. He was just fucking with me. But um, so I was helping people move. And then uh, two of the movers were discussing an anime. And then, you know, I I dabble in the, the animated series every now and then, right? And uh, Which kind? Like, well, that's what we're going to get into, boys. Uh, so I was like, oh, which, what are you guys talking about? And he was like, oh, are you familiar with Vor? I'm sorry, what? And it, Vor. And that's that was a- also my reaction. And I said, no, I don't know what that is. Is that like a show? He was like... You could put it that way. Oh, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then I was like, all right. He was like, okay. And then he just left. And he left me hanging on that. So he cliffhangered you. So I was without internet for like three or four days after this event, right? Oh, shit. So this is just, it was was just there marinating. (laughs) It was just there sitting in my brain, wondering what the fuck that even means, right? And uh, I want to give you guys, I want to give you guys a uh, a chance to to take a guess on what that is. I'm I'm gonna come out the gate because it it it's an anime, and its name is Vor. Is it short for like, um, what's the, what's that lovely V word where people like to watch people? <laughs> Voyeurism. <laughs> and no, you're on the right path. Oh, I God. I was thinking. Like it's like the name of a ship or something. That's a good guess. It does sound like it. I, yeah, I could see that. That's that's yeah. a reasonable. Who are you, dude? Did you kill my fucking thoroughs? <laughs> These are like reasonable responses. We're motivated tonight. <laughs> we got places to be, Brandon. Answer the question. <laughs> we got shit to do. <laughs> um, so Vor, I'm just gonna read you uh, the definition off of Wikipedia. Uh, it's Another an erotic desire or sexual <laughs> fantasy to be consumed or to consume another. Oh, so this is like Attack on Titan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but like you get off on it. What? Oh, the? is it is it one of those horror mangas or animes? I don't know which one they were talking about. There's no show called that. I assume that's just like the thing the they genre? were talking about in animes. Like these two dudes were just talking about anime porn at work. Like is the only thing that I can come to. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me get my weeb voice. You mean hentai? It's art, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's not like slang or anything like that. It's just like, well, I mean, it's a, it's kind of slang because the actual term is vorophilia. Oh. Yo, you know what I love? I typed in Vor in my search, and instead of getting this crazy shit, <laughs> Brandon got, I got very high frequency omnidirectional range. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Because I got Vor often misspelled as the two other spellings, and then erotic paraphilia. Oh, there it was. I forgot the E. I it just, it, was, it uh, just, yeah, there it was. Changes it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah that'll change it. <laughs> it just, com- it just completely just starts getting more interesting and interesting. All the new things that just keep on coming up, you know, and how they come up um, with names for everything too. You know, this whole ass, my whole life, I've been making fun of people with a foot fetish, out of like jokes, not out of like anything. Oh, I don't you know, care for them. 
Yeah, not my jam, but there's apparently yeah, way worse jam. ones. <laughs> so this is my official public apology to everybody I've ever made fun of with a foot fetish because you're not the problem. <laughs> I found a, a, a weaker, nerdier kid to pick on, and I will be diverting my attention to them, and you are welcome to join me. <laughs> you can just tag me next time, dog. Just at you. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, man. But yeah. So while you guys were having a fun Def Jam session, uh, that's that's what I was doing. <laughs> Real quick, did he have a neck beard? There's also subcategories because I had to research this. There's subcategories to this. And it's not always being eaten. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's basically just uh, the best way I would put it is the broad term is just fascination with a big person and an itty bitty tiny person. And then I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, to like the your sick imaginations can do. Oh, bro. yes. But no way smaller. Like imagine um, a, is, a giant and Tinkerbell. Is it like a giant? It, is it like a death by Snoo Snoo XL? Oh, oh yeah, dude. No, what I'm talking about, like I'm talking tiny, I'm talking itty bitty things. Yeah, oh. and then and yeah, then other those, really big things. I'm talking like massive contracts. Yeah, not, yeah, not tiny contracts. Yeah, but that kind. Contrast. Yeah, but remember that kind from that planet. They don't fuck around, no matter what size. So, well, I mean, uh, they're fucking. They fucking around, all right. <laughs> snow, snow, snow. <laughs> so. Anyway, I have a drinking problem again because of that, so that's cool. But <laughs> that, bro, Florida ruined you in like ten minutes. <laughs> ten I didn't minutes. survive, boys. I didn't make it. <laughs> I don't know how those rich old white people do it down there. I don't know how they're making it. I believe they make deals with the local attorneys. If you catch my drift, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to. It's called survival, Ken Dog. <laughs> no. The Florida sun. Real quick, which were what part were you in? I'm not gonna reveal that information. Ah, okay. So not. Um, uh, it was deep in there though, on the eastern side. Mm. He was in the Puerto Rican colonies, y'all. <laughs> Puerto Ricans are nice people. We are. I had a good time. I had a good time. Brandon knows how to salsa now. Shout out to Becky G. But <laughs> it's a, it's appropriate for today. I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You guys were talking about that and I was just sitting there flabbergasted <laughs> with whatever you were saying. I have no idea who that is. She's the yellow power ranger. The bro. one from the respect. power rangers. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. 1000% from the movie. <laughs> she's the yellow, yeah. She's the yellow power ranger. I could have Googled this, I guess. Oh, she's pretty. <laughs> she's pretty. <laughs> yes. Me and me and Clean were talking about this hard have this monster or these monster yeah, you kaijus. Guys, the way you guys were saying it, it sounded like a monster. Like it sounded terrible. Like I was imagining Snooky. <laughs> well, like you know I was imagining some Snooky fucking Jersey Shore type shit, and then I like I I pick up and this she. And that's not what I'm seeing here. Well. It, it's funny you say that because a lot of people don't know that Snooki is Spanish. She's an Italian. I could, yeah. 
keep those comments to and myself. Middle Eastern too, <laughs> I think. Yeah, no, it, it it's not it's not a huge deal. She was adopted, y'all. It's nothing major. She was adopted. That that's why she's more Italian than than Spanish. Why do you know so much? Yeah, Ooh. this is getting really weird. Oh, dude, yeah, I, I, what? Yeah, literally ask me random things, and I'll I will pull it out, and you're like, how do you know this? It's my job to know these things. Just know that. He's I had- don't understand how that happens to you, but everybody just treats me like a schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, well, let me ask you this. Do you use my tactic of like, people don't see me frequently. People never see me. Uh, mm. You too. John has never seen me. Nope. In his life. <laughs> <laughs> He's not real. He's actually an AI. You've seen me gentlemen. three times in your <laughs> Yeah, damn. So man. that's a pretty good tactic. If yeah. I say, I'd say I'm pretty good at living under a rock, my man. <laughs> so how do you not have a government job right now? <laughs> like, how are you not a spy? <laughs> now that I think, who am I going to spy on? You? My two year old. <laughs> Wait, are you, is your name even Brandon? <laughs> so my father, when I was born, tried to try to uh, fight <laughs> to make me not have a social security number or birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what to a say paper to that. Tri- I still don't know what he meant by that. This dog, it was you, was he? He was didn't, he he didn't want you to be a person. <laughs> he didn't want me to like the, the hey. government to know I exist. Who was he afraid of in the government? <laughs> Bro, watch this man find out he's not even from this Holy planet. Shit. <laughs> and then you look at my them. name, and it looks made up. <laughs> It, it looks like a misspelling. The whole thing is like just a jarring array of random letters that could be somehow twisted into a name. Brandon, what if you're the time traveler? What if it's been you this whole time and like you just need that trigger word to reawaken you? I can see myself being a product of an MK Ultra experiment gone wrong. <laughs> I could too, actually. Too, yeah. Just kept hitting him with LSD. The what? The what? The the the, what do they call that? The subject that got away. Oh, my man Number is 18. the Zeta project. He is the Zeta. I like this. I'm gonna have to put this in my short stories list. <laughs> <laughs> this FBI is like, we got him. God damn it, we finally got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've decided not to put in my fucking FBI report thing. My FOIA request. <laughs> yeah, I'm we'll never see it. you again. Not your FOIA request, right? <laughs> <It's> bo- <laughs> I might put in one of those too, just to see what happens. Because I want to know if I'd be the big thing or the little thing. Oh, uh, you you are totally a little thing. You you are oh, totally. No. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh no." Wait, I think that is that better. Is that worse? Which one's worse? <laughs> I think it depends on on what end you are. Or, or oh, yeah, honestly, there's so many questions. You know what has more questions than your lifestyle, Brandon? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah, we should probably do an episode or some shit. But um, yeah, boys, uh, we're gonna go into <laughs> Death Stranding. Um, are you guys ready to f- get the entire science community just really upset with us? <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, Come. we're going to. <laughs> it's a bucket list thing, man. Um. Yeah. So I just want to put this out on the front that uh, I hold no scientific degrees. Uh, 
this entire episode is going to be me butchering words. So before you say these words to other people, look up how to pronounce them would be my best <laughs> piece <episode>. of advice. <laughs> uh, more of this episode was done. More research was done looking into the words of this episode than the actual things happening in Death Stranding. So don't worry. Uh, the reason for that is we are getting into some answers of the Death Stranding event in itself in the storyline. Coachella. So, you know, we're getting that sci-fi workaround pseudoscience thing. You know how they do in movies where everything kind of looks like it would work. It would make sense to a layman. But as soon as somebody with a degree in that field looks at hears it, they go, wait, no, what the fuck are you saying? So you're trying to say that whoever's <laughs> listening and the part of this show is going to be doing a lot of Googling t- for this. Yeah. Get your Google foo. Um, strap up. Get your uh, duck ducks going. Google all over somebody. And, uh, Whatever you do, don't ask Jeeves because we are going to go into it. Ooh, that and was good. that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, Sorry, we, boys. can we call this episode Quantum Leap? <laughs> I think that one's available. I think we could. <laughs> Since we're talking science, shout out to the boy, RIP. We miss you. <laughs> Just for that, I'm not calling it Quantum Leap. I'm call- calling it Paradox Jump. I, I, I love either name. This is wonderful. <laughs> I see no cons here. <laughs> That's the machinima version. For real. Oh, no, our contract. No. <laughs> oh, and I, this, holy shit. And no wonder we don't have any fucking sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You need bootlegs. <laughs> I wonder if we've ever gotten like a company was like oh hey here's a a reasonable podcast we could do things for and then just heard us talk so much shit about the company <laughs> and then go never mind. <laughs> I'm can't come back to the wrong that. episode i'm gonna tell you the exact spot we lose sponsors and it's so easy i mean we could look at a graph and i know exactly which episode it is <laughs> episode one what about zootopia <laughs> Oh, yeah, the God, first 10 minutes, right. you really know whether you're going to be part of this podcast or not. <laughs> you <laughs> really know. Real. Oh, man. Anywho, so Sam is going night-night. <laughs> of course, he's jumping we into started. dreamland. <laughs> we wake up, um, he, he goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. So he goes sleepy-sleep, all this shit. Time to go out and do, because we're in the end game. You know what I mean? Like, we're getting to the final pieces. Uh, like in an episode or two, pretty much everything is going to come together. Like that's how close we are. Like we're like Benedict Cumberbatch looking into Tony Stark's eyes. Like we're in it end game or like we're still fighting for the gauntlet. Mm, We're still fighting for the gauntlet. Okay. Okay. But we're at the stage where we're going to start putting together what's actually going down. You know what I mean? Because nobody, everybody suspected Tony was going to do it, but nobody knew it was going to be Tony. You know what I mean? Like, there were still chances. There are still other people who could have done it. Yeah. Not everybody survives a moon being thrown at them. I have pussy. Oh, well, shit. Built you know, different. My man's power jumping over there. <laughs> I'm just going to say the whole episode. Just you keep power jumping. 
Okay, so cracked another beer. Let's get into it. Sam is getting ready. He puts on all of his gear and he gets ready to go. Uh, as soon as he plugs into BB, of course, we're going to get another BB flashback. So we start this flashback with Mads Mikkelsen again looking into the B- Such a great shot, too. It's always because it, it's through the eyes of BB. Yeah. So it always looks great. Um, so over his shoulder, Mads looks and he sees I keep calling him Mads as the actor. It's it's Unger. Right. So Unger turns over his shoulder and he sees a black man standing in the doorway behind him. And he says, can I help you? Rude. Why does he got to be black? Because he is black. I don't know what to tell you. So I'm just messing. I know. I'm like, I'd be, I'd be like, well, I'm, sir, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we knew that he wasn't a Marine because... He got manners. He ain't eating crayons. <laughs> Anywho, I'm just if you're if you can put that one together, God bless you. Holy so, shit, John, is that you? Yeah. So he goes. Uh, the man in the cor- in the doorway says, "Oh, I'm sorry. No." Mads Mikkelsen says, "Holy shit, John, is that you?" And the other man responds with, "Captain, what are you doing here?" And so this conversations ensues where Mads Mikkelsen says that his wife is checked in. And the reason why they're checked in is because they don't want a repeat of last year. They go in, they hug each other. So there's obviously some sort of camaraderie there. I, I just want to stop for a second. It, like when he was like, what are you doing here? I was like, yo, he caught my mans with his wife. He took mm. <laughs> This baby came out the way, came out from too much coffee. That's what I thought the excuse <laughs> was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so the other guy after they you know break from the hug the other guy responds with i'm so sorry i didn't know you were the husband i bet he didn't and and that's when the scene fades right so just from that now because the listeners at home can't hear what we could hear Listening in on that, if you've played this game and you've only seen the same 12 characters so far, we can identify that voice as a voice we've heard before. Right, boys? He's an Not asshole. going into the name. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, but yeah, he is definitely a person that we've encountered on this. So just bear that in mind coming in, because I don't know why they didn't just break it then and there. Like... Because being able to see it, you you're, you can tell who it is. There's only one black guy in the game. <laughs> There's only one. Wait, time out. Wait, word. Name any any other black guy in this game. I could take one guess, Kenny. I'm I'm sorry. The realization is just it, it's like it it just hit me. Like I never really thought about that. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I mean, it just. <laughs> The Death Stranding. <laughs> the Death Stranding. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, there are so many jokes. Moving on. So, <laughs> Sam goes up to the terminal to get his last uh, rest of the uh, kind of a, another brief of what the hell we're doing here. We get a reminder again. All right. So, this is the scenario. And this is all coming from Die Hardman. Right now, Sam is really close to getting to edge not city which is where amelie is right the thing that is stopping sam from getting there is a tar belt that has appeared between that city and the rest of the united cities 
Now, another issue has taken hold because of that. Because we need to tie kind of like the last knot for the country to tie in Edge Knot City. In order to do that, Die Hardman transfers the call over to Hartman, who is the British guy that we've seen before. Yeah. And uh, I just want to point something out that I've noticed something while while playing Death Stranding. Because, you know, I had to play through up to where we're at. And uh, why do British people have such a weird neck? I do, I do like this guy's power glove, though. You do got a power glove. Mean streets of, of uh, Cardiff, I see. You, you know what I do like, too? I like his armbands. Like the, the ones that are up near his shoulder, because, you know, well, if if you're familiar with like certain with certain dress, like they have like regular cloth or like elastic bands that you put around. They tends to be really fancy. But the mechanical one that he has on there is very it's very stylish. I like it's very like modern future. It reminds me of the rich areas and Knights of the Old, like the rich part of town. Yes. And they'd have those yes. in their clothes. Yep. Mm. Anyway, so. Immediately, this dude just shows up and gives Sam a laundry list of shit that he needs to bring to him. The first thing is the uh, the dog tags that he got from Unger. The second thing he needs is Mama's corpse, which um, creepy. Boy, was yeah. that movie with with short with the the dude in the morgue with infected? That's what it was. Infected. That's what that reminds Never me of right it. there. I know. I know. I know what he's. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun movie. So it's worth a one-time watch. <laughs> I will put it on the list, boys. Um, <laughs> Abstinence, so we, here we come. <laughs> so we do get some info from Die Hard, or goddammit, not Die Hardman, from Hartman on why he wants Mama's corpse. So the reason being, uh, right now, Mama's corpse is showing no signs of necrosis, which anybody who's listened to this up to this point knows that's really weird because going necro is what causes something to explode or a human corpse to explode after they die. So mama not deteriorating is kind of circumventing what we know about the death stranding, right? You know, what's interesting Hmm. in a world where up is down and down is up and right is left and all that. There's still room for surprises. Yeah, and because you would, when you first listened to the, like, Mama's death, you thought, like, I first thought that it was, like, a oh, mandatory Kojima death. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was, mm-hmm. like, mm, yeah, uh, here's a character we know, got to get rid of him for the sake of the story. And then here it is that now it's becoming a part of the, like, a not a plot device, per se, but a key part in the plot. So it was, it was, I thought it was good storytelling. It was a way to not make a death meaningless. I actually kind of uh, applaud the use of this a little bit. Shout out to the writers. Mm-hmm. Goofy. All right. So, obviously, Hartman wants to study it. While he's talking, there is a machine that goes off in the background. It says that he only has one minute rem- remaining. Doesn't elaborate any further on that and just goes, hey, got to go in a second. Um, Just prep your shit. I'll see you here. Check the terminal for your order later. And then he just fucks right off. You know what time it is. You know who you about to do. He don't live in the state of Utah. What that? You know, you know what they did in Utah? <laughs> you got to turn in your ID if you want to go to a certain site. Oh, did that go through? Yes. 
it's in full effect. Um, the following day, guess what the number one search in Utah was? Pornhub. VPN. <laughs> oh. oh shit. Um, and then what, Brandon? I was just gonna say, like, if you're using a VPN, look for a decent VPN because just know, um, some of them, yes, you'll be on a VPN, but they'll still leak. Like, if there's a break in the VPN, it'll still leak your shit out. I've never, so, I've never used one of those. I always use a VPN. Always. Okay, man. If you just want, like, your ISP to be selling your shit to whoever for whatever. I ain't got shit anyway. You think that. I just don't want them to be making money off of me. <laughs> You're valuable. It's not that I have anything to hide. It's just, fuck you. I already pay you directly. <laughs> Brandon's like not a cent more. Brandon, you are more British than what you let on. <laughs> Why? My man's like not another cent. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge out here. Sir, man, have another chilling. Nah, Bob. I don't know what you're talking about, man. The British, you Yo. need like a license to buy licenses. Like, it's true. You know that is against that. everything I stand for. <laughs> like. You tell me I need a fucking license to get a TV. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, you. yeah, you might be British, but you got some colonists in you. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you, until you this show is over. To know. You will be pleased to know I have no British in me. Oh, damn. You saw the test results. Not yet. You haven't. Ken Dog has. We had a whole cut episode <laughs> of my, me getting my blood work back. <laughs> Jamal is had his middle name. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a fun episode for me. You may not you may not have one in you genetically, but maybe one day physically. Hmm. My wife's got pretty shit. <laughs> She's the real colonizer. <laughs> we love you. Ha ha. He he. Yeah. <laughs> Not Brandon, but but you, Lady Brandon. We love you. She's okay. I might have to turn her in for a new one. <laughs> Jesus She's, Christ. She, she hits the big 3-0 here, like, next month. Or two months. Oh. God damn. I'm 35. Right? I'm 35 in, like, three. God, you old piece of shit. You geriatric fuck. We're gonna have to take you out back, man. <laughs> shit. Less than that, two weeks. Oh, clean. Getting kind of dirty now. <clears throat> I'm sorry, we got taken away. I'm sorry, we got taken away. Bring us back, Brandon. Bring us back. Okay, so anyway, wheeling in this uh this dead corpse, which Clean is about to be if he keeps aging so fast. Yeah. Um <laughs> so this weird Lochna Mama combo person. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the buy one, get one free. <laughs> The old two for one, the BOGO. I'm going to start calling her BOGO. This is what um, happens when they fire an actor who still needs a job. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Bruh. Um, you know, I came to a conclusion yesterday, and that is, I think I told you guys, but I don't know whether Margaret Wally is hot or not. She's one of those oh, yeah, people you were where talking about it, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it changes depending on the picture. Like one picture, she'll look fire, and then the next picture, you go. Hold oh. up, oh, I got to pull a Kenny real quick. Is that is that like that episode of Seinfeld when he was on the date with that lady who looks different in different shades of light? I never watched Seinfeld. Okay, I'm gonna have to send you a link. Carry on. Okay. Yes. So, to answer your question, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, so they wheel out this corpse and uh, they assure Sam that the corpse of Mama isn't going to go necro or necro because it's special. But she also says that it'd be funny if their ha is the key to figuring out everything that is going on in regards to the Death Stranding and all that kind of shit. Sam throws the, the corpse onto his back. And boys, we're going back into the snow. We're going right into it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> we are going into the snow. Um, burr, burr. Yeah, this is probably like some of my favorite area of the game, just because like you are literally climbing mountains, avoiding avalanches and rock slides, just that's fighting a, to fucking survive through that, BTs. That is a version, <laughs> though. That is great. I love I love knowing that. Dude, it's so much fun. I I can't. I love this game so much. So, fast forwarding, nothing really happens on the trip. So we're just going to fast forward over to uh, him arriving to Hartman. Hartman lives in the most pretentious fucking part of <laughs> like the most pretentious house and the most pretentious location. Looks like a GTA like mansion. Oh, uh, it, it, it that is the best way to put it. It is a GTA like mansion sitting right next to a heart shaped lake in the mountains with um, an open hot tub built into the roof, the first roof, because it's one of those modern style mansions. So, you know, they got that split roof where one roof is a roof, but it's also a deck thing. Who built that, um, Who built yeah. that there? Bro, that's Tony <laughs> yeah, Stark's so- apartment. That's the apartment from Iron Man 1. That's what mm-hmm. it is. There you. There it you, looks. You. It look I, it, like Iron Man was like the next reference there because it, it just it has those vibes. Yes. What a vibe. Um, it's all glass windows. Like you walk into the front door, and the front door is just a, like a, a giant pane of glass that slides out of the way as you approach it, lit up by lights with um and in wall fireplace going the entirety of the wall and an art piece and an art if you look and there's an art piece on the mm-hmm. wall too of the hands yep. of the of and it's the, deco style that is that is creepy yeah it's art deco it's the whole thing anywho so homie got some taste i don't know if it's good taste i don't know if it's bad taste but i like he got it. taste it looks least. like he's the lo- only british person with with taste buds apparently I'm, because i've tasted british food before and they do not <laughs> i'm calling him um, out he's a hitman fan that's what this is this is all from hitman it's very there you go looks like like the entrance of like a, a luxury loft too oh yes Ooh, yes yeah yeah we watch a lot of hgtv yeah. we're cultured people so yeah um this place it's a, it's a, it's a vibe. I'm, I don't like it, but it's a vibe. I love it. I'm sorry, man. I love it. it it's not my vibe, but it's a vibe. Uh, I like modern architect architecture, but uh, this is much. This is a lot. Yeah. This is big much for me. I mean, for the current apocalypse, it's, it's, it's a bit showboatish. Yes. Uh, even more than a bit. But anyway, uh, so Sam walks in and he proceeds to drop off Mama. Oh, no, he doesn't drop off Mama's body. He just hooks up the terminal to the rest of the chiral network. He then walks down a hallway, which has padding for a floor, a bunch of skulls lined across of it, and a picture of a bunch of hands. 
Well, as soon as Sam walks in, he gets a notification from the Odra deck that there is one minute and 20 seconds until resurrection. I'm sorry, not resurrection, resuscitation. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but there's going to be, we're already going to butcher yeah. so many things in this episode. I'll correct myself as we go. <laughs> <laughs> Call my man, Benny the Butcher. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Sam walks in with Mama's corpse into this room. And as soon as he walks into the room, he looks to the side and the first thing he sees is a BT. Jesus fucking Bro, Christ. my man jumped like he saw the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I mean, look at that thing. I mean, it's just around the corner, just floating there. You know what I mean? Also, <laughs> like, I, he also is looks it preserved? like a... <laughs> I have answers. Bro, he looked it like... It turns uh, out to be a dummy. He looks like Anton. <laughs> and, and, um, who's my man from Chappelle show? Uh, not as, he actually do look like Ashy Larry with all that damn snow on him. Oh you know. my fucking god! <laughs> you do. <laughs> to me, look the way it's on his face. I I thought it was uh the crackhead bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Anton <laughs> bit was out like yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna briefly describe this room of what's going on, and the reason I'm gonna briefly describe it is because we're gonna have a full description of, of it here in a second. But imagine you walk into this room and you're immediately on a kind of a upper floor kind of area with a small staircase going down into a larger, what I would describe as a rich man's dream library slash office where the entirety of the floor is padded. There is one desk across uh, right next to Vince's right in front of Very- yeah, right in front of a wall that goes from glass, see through glass to just matte black and it can switch between the two on one wall on the left side we'll say is just a floor to ceiling library and on the right wall the opposing wall same thing in the center of the room is a large room in the center of the room is a seating area 70s style except above ground and then to the right hand corner there appears to be an autopsy table as well as some other medical machinery those look like the uh, the rooms the characters in Psychopaths used to get in jail. Mm. I love the animal that he's got like above him, the skeleton. It is a whale skeleton. Yeah, of course it is. Because why wouldn't it be? How appropriate. Well, what's one of the things we see on the beach? Whales. Mm. It must have been easy starfish. to acquire them. <laughs> There are starfish. You're right. I, I know you're trying to be a dickhead about it, but you were still right. I was gonna be like Patrick. No, it's Patrick. Is this the is this the death stranding? No, it's Patrick. I really, I, I, I really love the lighting in this scene too. Like, uh, there's there's so many accents of blue from his suit to the mm. screen to the library to the corpse that to the you know to the BT corpse that's frozen there like it's it's very like emotional they they did really good with uh with lighting i remember lighting was a whole ass lesson that i had to learn when it came to film uh, oh yeah like film it was a whole it's it's a whole thing that does a lot more shit than there's an art to it there is and there it is an art and people make a lot of money off of it Mm -hmm. they should too real quick because in term, because you've played the game like four or five million times. Just four. Did you notice that in the um, in the little hourglass, 
You know how he like when when he is doing his thing, he has like that pink hue. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that in the in the hourglass, the sand has the same pink hue? No. Oh, never noticed. Interesting. Which makes sense because when Clean was talking about the blue, I saw the blue, but I also saw the pink and went, "Huh, I wonder where that's coming from." And then- <laughs> <laughs> so for fans by fans. That's why I love this game. It's like, I feel like I have another two playthroughs and I still wouldn't see everything. Mm-mm. Interesting. I don't have the heart for another two playthroughs, but. What are you trying to say? He doesn't know he has the tears left. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be weird when we get to the episode where I bawled like a little bitch, like the real bad cry. Um, it's going to be a rough episode to do because we're going to have to take like four breaks. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to lose my shit. I have yet to not like ball like a baby at that scene. Yeah, anyway, Andy. so with that coming in, congratulations, boys. We're on another episode. The episodes are get going by a little quicker, aren't they? They are. Oh, yeah. So we're now on episode eight, Hartman. I want to say what? There's a total of 12? Yes. So over 13. So, but this is the director's cut, isn't it? Because I don't, I don't know what it's mm-hmm. with the director's cut. I think there's a little bit Same. more content. Uh, yeah, but it's all end game. Mm. It's end game, and it adds to prologue. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It answers more questions. Um, so don't sweat that so much because that will kind of get put in. It'll have its own episode because it's its own storyline, but that's going to be probably the last episode we do is the end game. And then after that, it'll be kind of a, the Q and a of me answering all the questions that people weren't able to figure out on there. Cause by then everybody will have all the backstories. We'll have done all the prepper lore. Um, you know, we'll have all that done because fragile still have a storyline. So, <laughs> so, and it's not in the main game. It's a lore storyline. So, we still got actual lore to dive into yet. We're still given just the story, but we're getting there. We're, we're getting really fucking close, boys. Sounds like we're stranded is what it sounds like. Oh, shit. Ooh. This is going to be. Oh, God, for a second, I thought we were watching Fallout. I can see it. War. It never changes. I mean, it does. This is Fallout, so it never changes, Brandon. <laughs> okay. Please, I'm gonna have to. I have to it hang was on. Such a redditor. It was such a redditor fucking response, though. Of, mm, no, what technically does Fucking hate redditors. Also, shout outs to us doing a voiceovers. Apparently, in this episode, we're just changing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one with the soundboard. Voiceover. It's not a voiceover. That a voiceover would be if you dubbed your voice over someone as they were talking. Oh god. This is your voiceover. This- it's a voice change, Kenny. <laughs> you You're think right. you would know that with you being in the business. Bro, we're I a business. Hate them so much. <laughs> Technically, by technicality, we may not make money. <laughs> we're a very bad one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, it's only up from here <laughs> they always do that though right i've thought that was a pretty good redditor impersonation not as good as that one dude who does it people have been sending me his videos that dude fucking spots it <laughs> that fucking pseudo intellectualism would just 
tidbits of condescending attitude is just yeah. so spot on. <laughs> we love the internet. <laughs> Mine is Reddit. Reddit used to be dope. Not no more. So, going on to Hartman. <clears throat> Homie gets resuscitated, right? So, we hear like a defibrillator go off. He start heart rate monitor starts beeping again. He reaches over to a, I'm going to say it's a chiral matter hourglass. And he hits it on the ground or hits it on the table it's sitting on in order to start it off again. And the first words out of this dude's mouth of meeting him in person is, you certainly caught me with my pants down, which is probably a very British thing to say to people. Bro, you can't look me in the eyes and tell me that and then proceed to try to shake my hand. I don't know what you were shaking earlier. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? He reaches out his hand to shake Sam's hand, and it's like, bruh. That that was a lot going on in a very short amount of time. Plus, I don't want the ick of whatever he was doing in, in pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then the next thing he does is apologize for, like, I didn't want to alarm you, but I am what I am. And it's just like, bruh, can we stop with the creep? I just want everybody to know, like, the amount of side-eye Sam gave this man when he was like, shake my hand. <laughs> like Sam was like everybody in the hood. Like, yo, who are you? I just want to throw in a, a quick. Uh, Get out of here, strange magic man. <laughs> a quick Easter egg. The the actor who plays is Darren Jacobs. He's also in the Halo Infinite Memory Agent podcast series as Colin McGinnis. Just thought that would be a yo! nice little tidbit there. Well, he won't come into the podcast because I made fun of his neck. So. <laughs> it's a very British neck. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Tell you what, if the audience somehow gets that man onto the podcast, um, I'll make fun of his neck to his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> his neck, his neck. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. His neck I have no problem with thick. him. He's got a, but his neck is weird. He's got a Scottish <laughs> face, too. He's got a very Scottish face. With a very British neck. <laughs> <laughs> now I wonder what his teeth look like now. I can't. His teeth are nice. He, he doesn't have British teeth. Good, 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 good. I mean, that that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to be so big in Britain. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, man. They know. They have to know, right? Then again, I said that about Japan. And then I was like, they have to know, right? And we lost like 5% of our Japanese so. <laughs> Oh, man. I make fun of Americans just as much, I think. You do. Yeah. Only if they're located in Chicago. <laughs> man, fuck Chicago. I'm just saying, I don't even need to talk shit. Everybody knows what's going on. Fuck Boston, too. <laughs> But yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Anywho, so Sam is like, hey, yo, uh, homeboy, you know your heart stopped beating, right? Like, this man doesn't have an AED strapped to his chest. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I think he knows, Sam. You know, you're not pointing anything out here. But Hartman proceeds to tell us that it stops every 21 minutes. He then spends three minutes on the beach and then he comes back. So every day he has 60 deaths. And 60 resurrections, which means he has 60 opportunities. He has 60 opportunities to search for his departed family. And that is how he lives his life. No, I, I feel like that logo was important. It was not. 
sponsorship. E nice. There you go. Yeah. No. no need to dive into that. Sixty times, right? You said a day. Hmm. Why? What's up? No, no. Like I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and try to figure out, you know, like if the deeper meaning other with the sixty times. I'm sure there's something behind it. I'm curious though. Like as a person, if you died like sixty times a day, do you think that would like in in where we are and how we move? Like, do, how do you think it would warp your view of life and and, and its meaning? It's hard for me to answer that question, only because right now I'm in such death stranding mode. I can see what it means to Hartman, and it's kind of. It's hard for me to form my own opinion when I'm kind of trying to empathize with his position. So I don't know if it's actually my opinion or if it's just the opinion based on the head of the mindset that I'm in currently. You know what I mean? What about you? That's a question for once we get wrapped up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so you, you got time. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you get away now, but not later. <laughs> oh, no. I fucked up. I have to be a friend and listen to you. Uh, I, get I to, have to work at friendship. Clean. Oh. Clean. Mark friends. it down. May 5th, 2023. I out Brandon Brandon. <laughs> he got me good. He outplayed me hard. I don't, I don't have anywhere to run away to. <laughs> <laughs> Such Cinco a beautiful answer. <laughs> yes. Cinco de Mayo, he got me. <laughs> yes. Oh, shout outs to our Spanish brethren making that guap. Dude, yo, this. <laughs> feel free to beep this. This is like the ultimate payback by Hispanic people is the amount of money they make on this day. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say, like, it would have been funnier if you said, I finally got you. And then you just fucked off. Like the, your last ten years of friendship were only here to get one over. On me oh my god! I made 10 years ago. <laughs> he just, just he like just three weeks disappeared. Said, hey, Kenny's not coming back. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! That would have been so fucking funny. <laughs> yo, podcast completely changes. Like, damn, he did that for a gag, and he, yo, that is like the ultimate yo. wrestling sell. <laughs> yo, because walk yeah, away. Because I, I would have been sold. L- listen, <laughs> listen. If that were to happen, the whole Halo side of this podcast would be fucked because I know goddamn nothing about it. So, <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. You'll pick up real quick. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it's I'll, not hard. I'll read the, the Halo's really not that. I'll hard. read it's the, not that. We're we're I'll, past the deep stuff. I'll go. I'll go through the 264 page outline you sent me. I say we're past the deep stuff, and then I just thought of the forerunners. I was like, never mind. I was like, you're going <laughs> to no, straight up lie not. to this man. I'm like, wait till he gets to Halo 4, and he's going to be like, Brandon, what did you do to me? <laughs> we're past the deep stuff in humanity. <laughs> Unfortunately, that leaves like seven races that but we it's have a, to do. In Halo Actually, 4, it'll that, be in like nine years. That's when I come back to the series, is, is when Halo 4 starts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the last respectable Halo. Wait, yeah, four it, came after Reach, right? Yeah, four. Yeah. It, and it is funny because yeah. Halo Four barely squeaks through. Like, just it, it's literally the Death Star run. It makes yeah. it just enough. Three was the best. Are you sure three and not two? Yeah, I'm sure. Goddamn, we did play yeah, a lot no, of multiplayer. Three was the best. The file reser alone will kick the shit out of any other Halo. 
I will say for a trilogy, like that ending landed like, uh, ooh, they stuck that landing way too goddamn hard. Like it was gorgeous. They, yeah, man, they crushed it. Halo 3 crushed it. But we're not here to talk about Halo. We are here to talk about <laughs> Hartman. So we yeah, got way off of it. But uh, so at 60 deaths and 60 res- resurrections per day, Hartman uh, then tells Sam that, you know, hey, Sam, I know you traveled to and from like beaches a lot. But guess what, homie? My count's a little higher. My count's at 218,549. Jesus. I haven't okay. done the math to see how long this dude's been doing. Yeah, there's no way you're going to tell me he's done it this many times. And he's not an ob- omnipotent, like, reality warping being. Well, we're going to get into why he's able to do that, believe it or not. And we're not even going to have to wait. We're going to get into that today. Yeah, Hartman doesn't have a lot of drag. He's very forthcoming with his story. <laughs> There's not a lot going on that we have to dig into. It's very, uh, what you see is what you get. And what you don't see, he's just going to tell you. But they walk over to the window and... They're looking over the heart-shaped lake, and he's like, hey, I can see myself in that crater, me with my wife and my child, because it's like looking at the shape of my heart. Oh, oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah, so <laughs> immediately, right? I told you, just give me a second. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> Unfortunately, we got there really quick. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, he says the doctors called it myro- myocardial Cordiformia. Cordiform cordiformia. Yeah, cordiformia. And his is an especially unusual case. So myro myocardial cordiformia. Either you want to take a whack at that one. Mito have fun with that one. Mitocardial. Myocardial. Mitocardial. Cordiformis. Cordiformia. California. The raisin state. Close enough. (laughs) Doesn't exist. 20% tax. (laughs) That's real. That's real death. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's funny because I know you're finding the same links and going down the same false hope path that I went down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's a made up disease, everybody. Basically, if you were to break those root words down, to their scientific meaning, it would basically mean a malformation of a heart is all that means. Like it, it's the actual vessel itself. The organ itself is misshapen. So it sounds real. You would think it's real. It would make sense if it was real, but it's not real. You almost kind of want it to be real, to be honest. Kind of, but then you don't. I do know a guy who did have a, uh, a smaller heart. Yeah, that, I didn't know a guy with that. That is actually more common than people think. Mm-hmm. He got kicked out of the military for it. Ooh. Fucking moron. So I do have to... Uh, I'll tell it at the end. I'll tell it at the end. After the credits, everybody, you'll be able to hear that story. Yeah. I'm not going to waste your time here. But um, remind me to tell that story. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. But so he says, I have pictures. Care to see Hartman's heart-shaped heart, which, again, that's just one of those sentences, and we're going to have these every episode of just say that ten times fast. Hartman's heart-shaped Hartman's heart. Hartman's heart-shaped heart. Hartman's heart-shaped Missed opportunity for you. Uh, Sam is like, no, nah, I'm good, homie. <laughs> 
And Hartman's like, no, I'm going to show you anyway, bro. Uh, I'm an exhibitionist. Get used to it. Oh, no. Uh, so he says it doesn't run in the family. But um, for those of you who don't know, and I feel stupid explaining this, and it's just one of those things. I don't know common knowledge anymore because I'm so up my own ass anymore. Uh, but your heart does not look like the heart in cartoons and shit. It's not shaped like that. It's not even close. Um, it's also not in the same position that like, for some reason people put it, it's not even close. Um, but your heart is more of a, how would you describe it boys? Like a a pump. It's like, it's like a water heater about the size of your fist. I mean, it is a pump. Yeah. It's about the size of your fist. Just a little more ovally. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's a pump with chambers in it. No, like it's it's not a heart. It kind of looks all. like kind of looks like it could be like a vegetable, kind of like a wet vegetable. It does. It looks like it should be like a, a tuber. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some sort of root. Yeah. Oh, that just man, that's a whole Ken dog. Whenever we do fucking remnant. <laughs> oh baby, I'm, I'm listen. I'm on it. You ain't gotta tell me Ru- twice. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! Write that down. Super. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. But uh, it it it's not shaped like that. So, but when we see Hartman's uh, a picture of Hartman's heart, it is shaped like the cartoony Grinch style heart. It's gonna sound dumb, but I literally like you. You said heart shape, and I literally started thinking about Nirvana's heart shaped box. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. That's why I said the missed opportunity. Yeah. Oh, you two are just yeah. have been, uh, yeah. You two were on the same page. Oh man, we're in the right frequency, my bro. I let I let you two fucking do one episode together, <laughs> <laughs> and I no longer have any best friends. Now I'm now I'm fucked. Now I have no friends. No, we're the three <laughs> best friends that anybody can have. <laughs> oh boys, but um, so yeah, his is shaped like an actual heart, and obviously that is a little, um cause for concern it's a cause for some discomfort he then doesn't we're going to get an explanation of it but first we have to his story is not hard to put together so i'm going to tell it as he tells it but it's don't worry you're not going to have to put brain power into figuring this one out if you're on a drive all right good so yeah so don't worry boys um or anybody listening from their car which for some reason is where most people listen to us oh where you're riding buddy no worry, we'll navigate. Yeah. We got you. We better than MapQuest. Take a left, take a left. Um, so he goes on to say that he never got over his parents or his parents, his family's loss. Um, in the days that followed, he became obsessed with an idea. And that's that the beach is real and that they're on it. So what he would do is he would induce cardiac arrest three minutes at a time and he would search for them. Every single day. And Sam's like, okay, you did all that so that way you could say goodbye. And Hartman's like, nope, the exact opposite, actually. Um, it's said that everybody's beach is different. So what if everyone's afterlife is different, too? And Ooh. that is a hell of a question, boy. So I don't know um, your guys' viewpoints on the afterlife, and you don't have to, like, divulge information if you don't want to but i know when i was growing up the way the afterlife was like taught to me in the religion i was learning was that the afterlife is honestly it sounded boring as hell 
it was basically just everybody floating around in pure bliss. And I'm obviously cutting the fat off of hours of how it was actually described. But in essence, that's kind of what it came to. Um, like, it was just you and everybody hanging out. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. And I remember thinking, like, well, that sounds cool, but that'd be like having candy every single day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know what I mean? Like, you would eventually get bored of that. Yeah, but do you get bored in the afterlife? That's the question. That's the thing, right? So it's, is, it's one of those that, things. Is that emotion a thing? Is emotion itself a thing? Mm. Now, now you're making it seem like like the price of the afterlife, like what it seems more than just a free ticket in. Like, what exactly am I giving up once I walk in? Um, what do you exactly your, your life? <laughs> and now, and that comes into the reincarnation. So is reincarnation the answer? Or if that's an option, would you rather take that, even though you don't hold any memories of the past? So, yeah, I, man, I think, we're you, I think you need shit. I think you need to earn that. That's just that's my belief. You know what's funny about that? That 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 thought of like, do I get bored? It it did actually end up changing my idea of the afterlife, and 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 not me too. Did you watch that episode of the Twilight Zone? Where the guy he he made it to heaven even though he was a scumbag and like oh I get to rob all these places I get to be like the biggest boss and then he no but but I my my experience with Twilight Zone is very like intermittent would be the way I'd put it mm. like I haven't seen every episode I love the Twilight Zone I need to sit down and watch all of it same ooh that'd be a and fun I've seen one. a lot of it I've seen a lot of it too. We should do a science theater three thousand of the Twilight Zone. I'm down. Um, yeah, without question. Where we all? <laughs> that would be fun as fuck. I wonder who. I think shouldn't it be in public domain soon? Ooh. Because mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have any legal problems. We'll get into that. That's somebody write that down, John. That's actually your job. Yeah, you it is. It, that that is that is my realm. <laughs> that is my realm. <laughs> So what about you, John? What what do you make of the whole thing with what if ever? The question is, what if everybody's afterlife is different? Does that change your current perspective on anything? Or is that kind of hold water to what you currently it actually, believe? It actually, it's a little bit of both. And I say that mm-hmm. because I I have like this strange thing. And I've had this conversation with my wife before within the last two years about death. Um, almost kind of feel like, you know, when you do go to the afterlife and if you want the option of reincarnation, that's like something that you have to earn up there, you know, like that's how would one earn. Yeah. But how would you do that? Is that like based on your previous life or is that like tasks that you have to do up there to earn? I I, I believe it's the latter, the task that, Hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a very interesting, you know, because this whole game has brought up the question, what is the afterlife in this world? And then you start thinking about what your afterlife is. What is it going to look like? Have you done enough to, you know, to be in the right place? Don't know. I guess you don't, right? I I, I guess that's, you know, I don't know. I'm not one to give philosophical advice. Wrong ombre. Yeah, I guess you have to wait, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's that's my take on it. I I kind of think, I I believe that there's like a, a... like a job system to be close to their loved ones. And you know, I kind of feel like that also connects with how, you know, how the dead and the spirits can communicate with their families and with mediums and areas of that field. 
every time somebody says the word medium, I think of the show back in the day, and you guys will know exactly which one I'm talking about. It was Long Island Medium. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. that was fire. <laughs> that shit was so fire. It's fake as fuck, but oh, yeah. so, so fire. <laughs> that chick had the weirdest haircut. I know a girl who had that exact same haircut. And for those of you who don't know, it is the... Uh, I would put it as the middle-aged religious lady who goes to church every Sunday haircut. The mass is what we call it. This chalk full of hairspray. <laughs> Just oh, that's my mom. No reason. <laughs> that's my mom. Um, but I know a chick, and I have her on Facebook. And the only reason I have her on Facebook is she has not changed from that haircut since we were in high school. And we're in our 30s now. Dog, that level Same of loyalty? No, Every day. No reboots? Nothing? Nothing. Bro, that's the kind of chick she, you want on your side, bro. Nah, fuck that. Bro, I mean, apparently not. She's been divorced twice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I tried. Sorry. <laughs> So if anybody's interested, she's available. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Going back to the story. So, so he personally finds the thought super terrifying, which is fair because in the reality, as it's been shaped to the citizens of people in the realm of Death Stranding, um, it's basically, uh, even though it's eternal X insert, whatever, descriptor you want here uh you won't escape the tag of being and that's fair i mean i wouldn't want to spend the entirety of the afterlife alone regardless of if it's happy or not i'm fairly a recluse i like being alone i don't even think i could like all of eternity like that's a lot bro that's a long time (laughs) that's a long time that's like four forevers is there tv video games you know Mm-hmm. Oh, you know reincarnation comes into play at that point. You gotta spice you things to. up. You have to. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way. You have to earn it. Yo, can you imagine that? Like, you get to heaven, and then like, oh no, 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 you're stranded. You don't have enough points. Back down. <laughs> 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 you were three good deeds short, my friend. Get up there. Harambe, huh? You, you took your kid to the zoo that day, huh? <laughs> Bam. Oh my god. Harambe was so weird, man. I don't know why people were so divided on that. At one point in America's history, the Harambe incident was the most divisive thing <laughs> in American <laughs> his- politics. It was an excuse. Since the Civil War. <laughs> it was an excuse, a trigger, and an answer all at the same time. I remember because I was on the pro Harambe anti mom side, right? And, um, for some reason on Facebook, some chick got into it with me and she was like, how dare you take the side of a monkey? All right. First of all, first of fucking all, he is and not a monkey. That's what I was like. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Harambe was more than just a monkey. He was a national icon. <laughs> so you drop that the fuck down. <laughs> and, um, it ended up divulging into this weird ass argument of, um, she started taking it like personally of like she ended and she deleted me and blocked me on Facebook after this. But her last comment was, I would never do that. I am a good mother. And I was like, 
wait, are you the woman? Oh are you? The, I was like, have I been talking to you this whole time? And I don't know. Bro, like, what if, like, okay, hear me out, right? Maybe she, if it allegedly, maybe she could have been the woman, right? Or like, she could have been. Chances been. are she was just taking it personally because she was doing the same actions that mothers took, that particular mother took. So she was taking it as me slight, my slight against that mother as a slight against her. Bro, Shorty got mad. What, what if? <laughs> she got mad. <laughs> she got heated, bro. Bro, there was some, there was some. I went to high school where she knew some dirt. <laughs> oh, political career over. <laughs> oh, no, your hair did. Oh, she was dropping it. It's all on there somewhere. I'll I'll repost it. I'll republish that memory whenever I find oh it. Oh, my God. Wait, she, she locally, she's not even locally. She tried to cancel you over that? No, she didn't try to cancel me at okay. all. No, she just got, she just started dropping some very personal details. Oh, wow. Yo, yeah, you never said. things I messed up. Dog, you didn't you didn't say anything about like I think that's the that was my final response is like this isn't about you <laughs> this is about an entirely different scenario yo I <laughs> unless it was her in which case I mean it <laughs> all I know is Harambe was in the right <laughs> Harambe was in the right he tried to protect that poor child yeah yo clearly y'all should have just <laughs> let me stop anyway. <laughs> Anywho, moving on. We're never going to get through this. We were supposed to be done. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think we're just doing it to avoid Hartman's story because we know it's going to be sad. <laughs> Surprise, y'all. <laughs> get the tissues out. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, going back to it, Hartman says, uh, you know, he didn't want to experience that loneliness. So he's decided or he has decided to find his family and make sure that he moves on with them. And Sam's like, you mean die with them? And Hartman's like, you got it, bro. He gives him a, a thumbs up. <laughs> gives him a thumbs up and 20 thumbs up points, bro, which that, are a weird currency in Death Stranding. Dog, that's a super villain origin. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. Yeah, it's a dope fucking super villain origin, though. It's a respectable one. Um, so, but we do get the direct answer of if death would see us reunited, then yes. But the repeated cardiac arrest took their toll on his heart and his, the muscle gradually deformed. So after a while, they started calling him the beat scientist Hartman. And that's where we get his nickname. That, yo, shut, yeah, does Kojima, like, does Kojima do this sober or <laughs> there's no possible way yeah, like there's no there's no possible way but just to break that down so this man was purposely stopping his heart to die on purpose to go to beaches to look for his family just that way he knew which beach to go to so that way he could kill himself <laughs> to go to the afterlife with his family just to sum up what just happened in the last 10 minutes <laughs> Bro, my man with full Matt Hardy. Delete, delete. All right, so now they're finally going to the Mappa side of everything. And he's like, a body that doesn't necrotize. And I just want to say Mama is completely naked under the body bag. So we do get, like, under boob and side boob of <laughs> Margaret Qualley. So uh, there's no sign of decomposition. Decomposition, which means, like... To the point of no decompensation, 
decomposition to where it's like she's still alive. And he calls her the perfect mummy. Oh, there it is. Whoop. British for mama. It's a stretch. Give it to me. Um, He then starts feeling around mama's uh, body. (laughs) Bro, I like to refer to the movie I saw earlier. (laughs) It's the same plot. (laughs) Um, And he goes, where's the other thing you were supposed to bring? Now, to be fair, he's searching blindly. Like, he's not uh, disrespecting mama, (laughs) I guess, as he's looking. But all you hear is a ting of glass, and he pulls up a vial. And inside of it... Where was that? I don't know. Not going to ask questions. (laughs) Bro, I don't think we're supposed to know, because the game didn't show us, and I don't think we want to (laughs) know. Yeah, if, if for all the things we've seen so far in this game, if it chose not to show us that particular thing... yeah. I'm mm. yeah, I'm mm, mm. ain't going to fight him on it. <laughs> ain't going to. Yep. Just going to leave it. Uh, so inside this little glass vial filled with the, it looks like the same fluid that BB's in. It's hard to tell, but inside of it appears to be an umbilical cord and it appears to be human. Now, if you're paying attention, oh, you'll boy. notice that as the screen or as the, camera goes to take a closer look at it in the vial as it's in the hand of Hartman you'll see that there is a rainbow from the way the light hits it Mm. Hartman goes to say that this is no ordinary content no ordinary conduit between a fetus and a placenta and it looks more like a BT yo it does Mm. and is giving me um, bloodborne vibes Mm. And we find out, because Hartman then confirms that it was... So, right now, according to Hartman, this is out of his mouth, right now, in his presence, is a body that doesn't necrotize, and an umbilical cord that is connected to the beach. Which are two amazingly, like, amazing, remarkable, even, discoveries. We then get a notification that there's five minutes until the next cardiac arrest. Hartman shows Sam over to a couch and uh, has him sit down. So he pulls the. uh, Who's the guy? The guy with the worst superpower in the world. Um, To make people sit down. Chris Hansen. He Chris Chris Hansen. (laughs) 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 I you know what? It's just a quick sidebar. He took the worst superpower in the world and made it one of the best superpowers. You know, I always talk about it being the worst superpower in the world. But it really but is. It is. Realistically, though, but here, I want you to think of the actual applications that you could use to make anybody you want just sit down. It's like when you it's like when you're out in the city and people are handing out flyers and your brain just naturally says, take the flyer. Yeah. I always take the flyer. I want to see what bullshit you're trying to it, do. Because it's natural. Because your brain want your, your brain is curious about it. So there's a curiosity. Humans are naturally curious. Yeah. So there's like a it, it's a it's a very cool neural thing. But yeah, think about robbing a bank and yeah. just making everybody sit down. I wonder if he. I wonder if he's like Storm, where he doesn't actually know like the true, the true like boundaries mm. of his power, like like Storm found out recently. Don't spoil it for me. Oh, no. But Storm is actually coming to uh, the... She's the next expansion pack to Marvel Midnight Suns. Ooh, nice. 
Yep, yep, yep. Um, but anyway, so Hartman says that, you know, he's got to go back to the beach and that there's one person, one beach. That's the rule. But he he's the exception. His beach is connected to other beaches. As if it was the beneficiary of a coronary bypass. And he believes that his twisted heart is the reason as why he's able to do it. And he may not be sure of that fact, but he is sure that he's going to find his family. <laughs> Unfortunately, that means every visit to the beach, all 258 or 218,549 of them thus far, um, even if all of those have raised questions, all of his answers will come to him one day. We then get a voice saying, we got three minutes still cardiac arrest. And he says, the battlefields, the endless wars that you found yourself trapped in, why do World War era soldiers wander around a century after they fell? Because normally, the souls of the dead move on. Because the beach is supposed to be just a corridor, a place which they pass through on their way to the other side. But usual stuff like regret, resentment, a fervent desire to remain. If those feelings are like powerful, they could kind of come together into a different beach, a collective purgatory for an army of the damned. Um, Not going to lie. I really thought your original answer was going to be the VA. So this was a lot more refreshing. <laughs> that is the that is a perfect description of the VA. Holy shit. <laughs> here, I'm, I'm art, here all week. <laughs> art, the, art, art imitating life. Oh, ooh, ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, ooh kill him. Ooh. <laughs> oh, got him. Got him. Um, Sam hands over the dog tags from Unger to Hartman. And Hartman reads the name. It's obviously Clifford Unger. We knew that. And he believes that Unger's misery and hatred somehow combined with BB who was acting as a catalyst. And then through those combined efforts brought those wars to our world. And right now it's just a theory, but Sam then asks, like, do you think like Higgs is pulling the strings? And Hartman's like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like the evidence that like we have suggests that Higgs at least brought them here. We don't know how it all came together, but we do know that somehow he is a part of it at the very least. And then he goes, I have a favor to ask. And then he asks Sam to just relax until he comes back because time may stop on the beach, but not on the seam. So it's going to feel like three minutes to Sam, but we don't get an answer on how long it feels for, for Hartman. And he says, we'll continue this shortly. He then taps his hourglass and he dies. For a few minutes. Like, I don't know. Like maybe. Maybe five, maybe five years. I, I do have a question around the dog tag. I got two questions yes. specifically. Oh, I got an answer for you because we are going to leave this episode off. Oh, you're a oh. just say it. We're we're an hour and a half in. No so way. No freaking way, are we? Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually lost track. Um well, an hour and 24 minutes, we're 27 about, seconds we're about there. before we go into, you know, the editing and the things we have to cut <laughs> out, the break. Um, so about 12 minutes. 
about 12 minutes yeah no no because I, there's not a lot for me to cut here we didn't even take a break boys no yeah we ran right through it this was a good episode but yeah no what's your question so is this the only dog tag in the game that you collect oh fuck hold on let me think about that i have the answer but i want to just run through it real quick okay sorry he's got to go through his library real quick Yo, he has a big, man- he has like a giant box of with like filled with Manila folders for each episode. <laughs> he's got like a men- yes. He's got like a mental. Oh yes. The oh yeah yeah yes. he got a mind palace. He got a mind palace for this too. What's Don't it? worry. He got he- no shit. He- Did you also get that from the same movie that I got that from? The mind palace. If if you say that awesome movie in the early two thousands with um. Uh, what was it? <laughs> What's my man from New Kids on the Block? <laughs> Don or uh, Mark? Mine was supposed to be a horror movie, but it was so bad it wasn't. Yes, it's a horror movie. It's a it's an alien horror movie. Yes. Yeah. And my, and my man, like he, it would like the autistic guy ended up like saving the day. Yes. Yeah. Boom. My dude. My man. Dream catcher. Dream fucking catcher. Yes. yes. Oh my god. <laughs> on the I, same wavelength, yo. <laughs> I actually need to tell you something off the air about that. I can't oh, even say it. My oh my god! Shit. Hey, yeah. we're gonna go. I uh, forget my second question. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. We got into a lot of side stories on this one. Um, we are going to. We don't actually. There's things I gotta talk to the boys offline about. We are gonna have a meeting. I don't want to tell you what's coming up. Um, again, thanks for listening. I just want to say this, and I hate. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to do this, but everybody knows that we have basically put, we've turned off advertisements. We've, so if you are listening to advertisements as you're driving, those are going directly to Spotify. We're not getting any pennies out of that. We don't make any money from doing this at all. Zero, zilch. And we plan on keeping it that way for a while. Just because right now we are in the growing stage of our podcast. We don't want to focus on money. We want to focus on what makes the audience happy. The biggest feedback that we've gotten so far is that we should be doing more, uh, be doing more side quests. We're trying to bring those back in. And I agree The they were getting kind of dry, right boys? Like they were kind of like, here's the information. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I will say to be, to be fair, it depended on like what parts of the lore because there were just there were some things it's like we have to get through it that it, it didn't yes. really leave any room yes. for so to be yes. fair i agree it, i agree it's almost to give credit to us i it's almost kind of like where you have like some sections of a video game or like filler episodes of a tv show where mm-hmm. like you where like you know like it's part of the story but it's not that important but you still sit there scrolling through amazon anyway yep yeah, and, and with Death Strand, I don't know about Ken Dog because he's taking point right now. I don't know his methodology on how he how he's doing Halo. Um, I, I mean, I guess I'll find out when I take it back. At least when it comes to Death Stranding, I'm not skipping anything. I'm giving the full story, no matter how minute the detail, because I want. And it might be just because it's particular to Death Stranding that all the details in this do play a part in coming together at the end. Um, but I'm not sparing any details. I'm giving the entire shebang. Um, so it, it's a lot. It's a lot to run through. And it does kind of weigh on you. And like, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it might be because Death Stranding, I know that like the most we'll have of it is 12 hours. Because if you do just these cinematics alone, it's like 
10 10 9 10 9 yeah 10 9 something around there so with our you know uh, deep diving of the ex- extra lore and everything else that comes with it. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's an end. It's not like Halo. So that might be why I'm willing to do it a little bit more. But yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. It it does feel kind of weighed at times. But in, in terms of the con, and, and, we've, and we've talked about it, there there's some parts of, of this game in particular too. Mm. You can't really make light of. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and and it's not a dig on the game and 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 i and you're right like there are times too like we've kind of sat silent and mind you i for me i know I'm, I, I'm like listening like oh but at the same time too like every like some of the the stories like we make little jokes here and there but it, it really is like hard to be like i'm gonna put a haha in this particular moment of the game <laughs> yeah this is not the time for a hee hee <laughs> but um no so but we've changed that. I feel like we've come together. We put our heads together. We went, yeah, we're kind of failing on this aspect because what we're doing hasn't been done before. It, it, we're the only one who, who, the only group of people who came together and were like, hey, let's do a lore podcast, but let's do it with video game lore and let's make it a comedy. So we're still finding that perfect mixture. You know what I mean? To, to get this perfect. And people thought that we were going a little dry and doing just a little bit more lore than we should have been. So I say all that to say this. Um, right now, if you're not subscribed, subscribe. Um, don't worry. We don't charge anything. It literally is just notifies you within Spotify. Doesn't even do the little app thing where it notifies you through email or anything stupid like that. It just notifies you when a new episode comes out. It helps us out because it tells Spotify that people do listen to us. Because for some reason, they go by fucking subscribers and not by, like, people who tune in, which is absolutely stupid. Um, Once again, we won't make any money off of that either, but it helps us to, like, tell Spotify we're worth a shit, which makes our big numbers look good. And everybody knows the bigger a number, the more better you feel. <laughs> um, so that helps us out. We are, what was it, the top 20%, top 15%? Of the most shared podcast in the world? Yes. Top, yeah. It was top 20. That sounds about yeah, right. The, yeah, we're the top 20% of like podcasts that are shared around the world. So thank you. That shit's fucking awesome. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you how to do that. Listeners, you have that shit handled. Just keep doing it. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, thank you so much for that. And uh, yeah, if there's anything, make your voice heard. We go through every single email. We have zero unread listener emails to date. Make your voice heard. You're not just a nobody. I want to hear, if you listen to this podcast, I want to hear your input. I don't care if you have negative input. Because guess what? I crave it because that's going to make me better at what I do. If it's good, if it's bad, send it anyway and send it to you, me, and Laura. You can also find us on our website at youmeandlaura.com. Um, any feedback that you have, we would appreciate. And if you do want to be in a pot, uh, in an episode, leave us a voicemail on the website, ask a question, anything, especially with this game, because it's so fucking everywhere. Click <laughs> the, the mic, time. click the mic. <laughs> yeah. Click the mic at the bottom right of the screen. Um, it is also, I think it's able for mobile too. So yeah, go ahead and uh, do that. 
and ask a question. Um, I know right now you may have everything figured out, but if we do go further in, don't forget that is an option for you to ask that way you're not just left on a cliffhanger after you spent so much time listening to us talk about it. Like that would be ridiculous. I don't want you to feel like you got the short end of the stick when you we finished Death Stranding. Like I want you to have a good conclusion where all the answers have come for all the questions. I want I want you to feel like you committed to something great. Um, like we always say, this is your guys' podcast. We're just the idiots uh, who narrate it. So make your voices heard. It's yours after all. Yeah, boys, do you have anything to say to the audience before we let them let them go? You you took the whole field with that one, man. No, you 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 got it all covered, man. All yeah, golf I... claps, baby, golf claps. Yeah. Well, thank you, boys. Thank you. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, after the outro, we will have the special story that I promised everybody. If you want to hear it or not, and with that, we will see you next week. Thanks for coming out. Later, y'all. Peace. So when I was in the army, uh, we had this guy, I actually went to basic training with him and I'm not going to say his name. Um, but we had this guy and he was actually in the bunk next to me. We actually ended up going to the same duty station. He actually got put into the company that was literally right next door to mine, right next door. So we stayed friends throughout the beginning of it, whatnot. And then, uh, you know, you know how you're, your friendships with the people who you went to basic with kind of fall apart when you meet other people who have been in for a while, you know, you kind of lose track. Well, one day I wrote, you meet the cooler people. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's comparing your, your junior year to your freshman year. You have a whole different friend group, right? So I run into uh, another guy I went to basic with and I was like, Hey, what happened to so-and-so? And he's like, Oh, he's getting kicked out. And I was like, Oh, for what man? And apparently this is the story as it was told to me from our third friend who also went to basic with us. And apparently what happened was they were on a run and they were running, you know, doing their company PT. They were on a company run and he started to fall out. And for those at home who don't know what that means is when you're running as a company, it's basically one big organized group that was running together. Yeah, but this is a company, so it was only like a hundred. Oh, right? company, a company, okay. Yeah, because we were also short staffed at the time, but <laughs> we were short on Manning. So falling out means you 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 are slowing down to the point where you are falling out of the organization as it's running. That's the term you fell out. Um, so as they were doing it, a typical chant that we do in the infantry when somebody starts to fall out is we start to like say that they have tiny heart syndrome <laughs> because you know they can't make it. So he took that seriously. <laughs> so after he fell out of the run, he went to sick hall the next day 
and said that his heart hurts and he thinks he has a tiny heart. He managed to go all the way into getting like actual pictures of his heart taken and X, Y, Z. And they actually found out homeboy indeed did have a fucking tiny heart. (laughs) His heart was tinier than it should. Stop it. Stop I shit you it. not. I shit you not. I don't remember the percentage anymore, so I don't know how drastic it was, but I do know it was drastic enough for the military to like relieve him medically. So yeah, homie took tiny heart syndrome and actually got out of the army with it. Yo, so they chanted it to him to the point that it actually yeah, yo. You know, it's an insult. It's meant to yeah you, especially no, in the of infantry. Course. if you're getting st- in the infantry they said it to me once that where yeah we're it it's meant to trigger that fight and you'd be like no fuck you you're wrong i'm not a little bitch you know like just get you going <laughs> and uh he was like maybe uh, they're all saying that uh they've seen this before i should probably listen <laughs> oh my god oh my yeah, god man. can you imagine that shit it was a f- it was so fucking crazy dude craziest shit of my life but yeah, that was the story. I promise I would tell it. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I, wow. T- today, the just the bombs. I've been dropping a lot of bombs on you guys. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Oh, man. But yeah, there you go, boys. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Later, y'all.